BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Haley Hubbard. Hi, I'm Jessica Diamond. This is our show, Meaningful Living, where we break down the overwhelming amount of parenting, lifestyle, and relationship information into credible and digestible knowledge and tools. Parenting is hard. And the thousands of decisions we're forced to make every day can feel daunting. While we've never had access to so much information, it's never been harder to find the knowledge we need to feel confident in the choices we make. We're sharing completely uncensored information here. It can be messy, but it's always fun and always real. Check out Meaningful Living anywhere you listen to your podcast. It takes a village and we can't wait for you to join ours. Girl, hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and joining me right now, reunited, and it feels so good. My boys! <laughs> my boys from Watch What Crappens, Ben and Ronnie. Hey, boys, hey! Hi, hey, Taylor. Girl. Hey. You guys, I miss you. Oh, my I God. Know. I miss you. We were getting so used to coming into New York and seeing you like once a year or twice a year. What the hell? I know. I know, and going and getting drunk together, having awkward runs with Stephen McGee, and now... <laughs> I feel like that's forever, you know? Wait, I feel I, like but... those run-ins will always happen. I feel, feel like in 20 years, that'll still be happening, hopefully. I'll, I'll, I'll never forget our our night at the Regency in oh honor of Countess Lewandoliseps, and you and Stephen were in the middle of your feud, and yes. you guys were both there, <laughs> and I felt like I was actually in a Real Housewives, and it was wonderful. I did, too. And even though I was like in the drama, which I hate, I was so excited because I was like, the experts on Bravo are sitting at this table right now. And there's literally a Bravo celebrity fighting with me like we're housewives. It was actually, I mean, I was, I had an orgasm. I was so it was turned great. on by the And situation. we were also drunk. I think that was, so uh, I might be wrong, but was that the same night, Ronnie, that I, I got so drunk that I, um, I bought myself a ticket to Once on this Island to yes. see like, like a matinee. Yes. I was like, I'm drunk. I'm going to see Once on this Island. I got myself a matinee for after our live show and I woke up hungover from our live show and I was like, I have to go to Circle in the Square. <laughs> The last, yeah, because the last time, or maybe it wasn't the last time, but you guys have been on Taste of Taylor a couple times, and we recorded the very next day after oh, that outing yes. the entire podcast, and you guys were so deeply, myself too, hung oh, over, and you talked yeah. about buying the tickets all fucked up to that place. <laughs> I did. How are we? Are, you and Steven are okay now, right? Didn't you guys uh, settle your 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 issues? Yeah, I'm trying to think. So wait, first things first. When was the last time we saw each other? Because I really want to like pinpoint um, last this. Time was in LA when we went out to uh when we went out and 
partied all night. Yeah, we I think I actually saw you one more house? time after that. Yeah, we yeah. Went well, we went to house. Soho House, and then we went we went to that um, opening of a sneaker shop or some shit, and saw yeah, James, James and what's her buns um, Raquel. Raquel, yeah. <laughs> and I, there wasn't it Taco Bell. It wasn't it like a Taco Bell like, thing that we were at because they were serving was, like a new yeah. Taco Bell Frito Crisp Jack in the Box or other in a sneaker store. Oh, Jack in the it Box. Was, it was Jack it in the was, Box. It was like it was Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box presents DJ James Kennedy a collaboration on a taco. <laughs> yeah, the Frito Taco Show. Because it was at it was a bustle event, and I remember yes. my friend invited us to it, so we went to that event, and it was. Very lame. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was lame. It was lame. I mean, a Jack in the Box, <laughs> a Jack in the Box event at a sneaker store. How could it be lame? Like, <laughs> you have all the makings of a great night right there, guys. Come on. It is so and LA. That is like the most LA thing is that we most- went to a pop up, a Jack in the Box pop up sponsored by Bustle featuring DJ James Kennedy. <laughs> and then from there, went to Soho House. I mean, totally. it's like literally the most LA thing. I can't wait for this pandemic to be over to have more ridiculous nights like that. Oh my God, yeah. we got so deeply fucked up and it was so fucking fun. That was the last time I saw you. I missed you guys. Well, you know, I think I saw you one more time after that, Taylor, because I think I came into the city. I think it was you after did. that. Who knows? Maybe it was before. I don't know. But it was, um, <laughs> we. I went into the city and then you and you and I and your Taylor and then my friend Laura, we went and we like yes. drank outside at like a beer garden kind of place. Yes, and then, down like, the street from my apartment. Yeah, and then your Taylor had to go off to watch some 76ers game and then it was like, it was like you, me, and Laura, and we just like drank for a few hours, and we just like bonded, and we talked about like relationships and life. It was like amazing. I love to get fucked up and talk. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> me too. And it's so weird because that's like what I love doing the most when I get fucked up is talk. It's not like actual fucking. Actual fucking, I'm like exhausted. Yeah. You know, like my penis, my penis is drunk as well. I don't know how, but I would rather not even deal with that. But yeah, talking. I like talking more even than when I'm sober. <laughs> yeah, I think, oh. the, I think the best environment for getting drunk is you have to be at a long table. I don't really love a bench because I like back support, but like a table that would normally have like a bench, but it's like a table that you're shared with people and you just sit there and you drink and you don't move, okay? Like if you're at a bar where you have to stand around or maybe yeah. one person's on a stool or two of you are on a stool and one person's standing or something yeah. like that, no good. But if you're at like a table and you can just sit there and the drinks come to you from like a waitress or something or a pitcher, I am in. Oh, I used to in college. This is so psychotic. I used to get like drunk, fucked up, all of it, you know? And like, then I would invite guys to come back to my apartment. And of course they thought it was back to, you know, fuck. And I would literally pull out a box of pictures from when I was a baby in high school. And I would tell them stories. And they were so fucking pissed. But like, that, I'm I'm saying my vagina is broken when I'm drunk. I am not looking to have like a sloppy hookup. I am looking to talk your fucking face off. That's why we love each other. Yeah, I, I, you know, like back in my the in and hooking up years uh i rarely had a drunken hookup because i just was paranoid about everyone about, about like I, I just assumed everyone had an std of some fashion so i i would like i would get drunk i would flirt with someone but no one was ever coming home with me ever <laughs> i was like i just saw i just I, I would just imagine my mom being like well that's what she get that's what you get. You got drunk right. and you hooked up with someone. That's right. what you I was get. like, if I ever get an STD, like even if it's like bad, like fatal, my mom's going to be like, well, 
<laughs> you're right, right. For, for sitting yeah. before God. Like, I was like, oh, Jesus. Jewish, like, there was I mean, no Jewish greater guilt. thing, no greater fear of, like, having something scary happen and my mom being able to, like, blame me for the actual thing happening. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, moms. So the last time we all saw each other, we were at, where was it again? The St. Regis? The Regency. The Regency. The Regency. We were drinking yeah. martinis, and I just want to retell the story for anybody who doesn't know the Genesis of it. Why not? It's so Let's good. So Steven and I were friends from like the jump. Like I've been, and I do want to talk Summer House with you guys because you guys were standing uh, Summer yeah. House before anybody was. You know what I mean? Like Thank you guys you. are like, this Thank is the you. show to watch. So we do have to That's do a right. breakdown. Of course. But and, oh, and in case you guys don't know, and how could you not? You guys are the sommeliers of Bravo. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> Oh, and also wait. Wow, that's well. We do play a lot of smells like games, where we're like, "This smells like what would Sonia Morgan smell like right now?" Yeah, like wet nickels and hope. Yeah. <laughs> wait, real quick. Also, the last time I talked to you guys, wait, we were like talking about where's the love from Bravo, right? Because I was a Bravo holic. I got to go to yes. this Bravo event. You guys didn't get to go. You guys just got on Watch What Happens Live. We are feeling the love from Bravo. Okay, like we. When did that happen? Official. When? Something changed. Some somewhere in the in sept, like we were invited in September or as late August, and um, now now we feel the love from Bravo, and I think it's Good. it's great. Good. Good. Yeah. Well deserved. Thank I you. Don't remember you guys yeah, I don't sad. know how that happened because we were calling the motherfuckers like two days before. We were like, fuck you, Bravo. We were. They're like, hey, want to come on? <laughs> not, it's not even a joke. It's not like it's not like uh, like oh, like two days. Meaning like it was like literally two days beforehand. We're like, and then on top of everything else, and then we get the thing. We're like, oh my god, thank you so much. <laughs> Wait, what was it like? Were you nervous? How was Andy? What was the deal? The first um, time I was really nervous because, I mean, I've seen the show, obviously, but I didn't really understand, like, you're supposed to say more than one thing because, you know, the games are like, okay, yes or no, Kenya has bigger boobs than the Swiss Alps, yes or no, and I'd be like, yes. <laughs> just sit back, you know, like, I didn't understand like you keep talking and then I was wearing airpods so that didn't really work very well so my first time personally was kind of a disaster um and it went better the second time I was more comfortable you but really you know since it. it's done this way you know over zoom or whatever skype or whatever we just sit down like this and then Andy just comes on and he's like, Hey guys, all right. You know, um, I'm like, like looking at his cards and yeah, it was really it was- nice to us. And then we just started and did it. And then it ends, you know, I did love the little audience on the side. They like, yes, snap and act like it's they're really- laughing really hard. They're like, <laughs> It's a really like it's a very very produced show, and so um, it's like what Ronnie says is like sometimes you don't know how much you're allowed to talk or not talk, uh, especially because when we've been on, we've always been on with several other people. So you know you don't want to you don't want to be the one on the live show just like talking over everyone. I mean, I'll do it here on a podcast. <laughs> I've already done it 10 times, but on a live show, you want to be like, you know, you want to be demure. And so, you know, the first time I actually felt like I got my timing all right. But the second time I w- I felt like a little off my game. Like I felt like I still was happy with it, but I felt off my game because what you're seeing now on this zoom is the setup that I had. I was like, Oh, look at me. I've got like my nice lighting. I got a nice backdrop. And what I have over my shoulder is a poster of Taylor Swift because my boyfriend uh, danced on that tour of hers. That's that's oh, what that poster cool. is. It's back there. Yeah. Wait, was that the one with Katy Perry? Where that like caused the whole rift between him and Katy Perry, her and Katy Perry? 
I don't know if it was that tour and he definitely was not one of those dancers. It, it might've been, I'm not sure, but, um, but, but either way. So the producers were like, Hey, we're going to need you to like take that down. I'm like, I can't because it's kind of like nailed to the wall and it's like behind a shelf. It's like, I'm not about to like do some like home renovations, like five minutes before going on the air. Right. So like, okay, can you rotate your camera? So I, I had to like rotate like farther, far, well, I'm, uh, I, I had, I had it on my laptop. And so I was like all the way, this entire thing was all of a sudden we're looking at my closet doors on tv and i was standing next to my light source so i'm like i'm golden i'm like this golden hue and i'm on the edge of my desk so i'm standing strangely and on top of that they put ronnie and i in this like two shot right because um they split us into one frame instead of like instead of like this Right. Um, and so I was trying to fit into like my rectangle and I was like at a strange position. <laughs> so the entire time I was like, like my lighting was off and I was like, just awkward. And I just was like, not able to focus the way I wanted to. So it's tricky. All it's very because tricky. of a Taylor Swift poster. All because of <laughs> telling you, it's, it's like what well, you ask him to move one poster and it's like, a, it's just like a spiral. It's like a death spiral. <laughs> spiral. Like, oh my God. Like, and then I, I had to move the poster. <laughs> and then, like Ben, you did a really good job. No, I didn't. I had to move my poster. And then I was, oh, you saw my door. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so now how many times you guys been on? We've been on twice. And the second time, like that, you guys had figured it out by then. Yes? Well, no, the second time was when I had all those problems. The first time I thought I'd figured it out. And then the second time I was like, ah! You know, yeah, we're the opposite. Ben leads with confidence and then he'll spiral and I start insecure. And then I'm like, no one, you know, no one called me fat. I'm taking over the network. (laughs) Move over, Andy. I'm stealing your job. But you know, what was really cool is that Andy, like we, we, we never really have known where Andy stands with us. We're always sort of like, we were like, does he hate us or anything? And he told us before the show began, he goes, hey, so uh, which one of you guys, uh, I was listening to like one of your episodes a few weeks ago, and which one of you guys impersonates me? And Ronnie was like, well, you know, like we both do, but like maybe I go in a little further. He goes, oh man, that was really funny. That was really funny. So he like he gets it. And I, I think that's the thing that I've been struck by the most is that I think he gets it the whole thing a lot more than maybe we've given him credit for. You know, I have to say, so on my radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show, sign up on Patreon today. Um, <laughs> so I have Darren Carp every single Wednesday. She's on the show and she's Andy's assistant. She has been for like over a decade, I think. And they're... Mm super tight like i remember a couple summers ago my taylor my fiance oh yeah congrats i don't have my ring on but thank you you guys do you know you guys i reset the ring that my ex-husband gave me and i gave it to myself good for you yeah is that good for you you should use his vows too and like improve on them you know (laughs) fuck that guy I just want so, you to know I, bur- I burped on your podcast when you said that, which I think is appropriate. You mentioned ex-husband and I burped. You know, like so, that guy. Oh, yeah. So, Darren. So, we got to go out to Andy's house. We literally stayed at his Hamptons house. Oh, nice. For like, I don't know, like a long weekend. So, they're like very tight. And... I met Andy like a lot when I was going to watch what happens live with Stassi, like all the time. And he like never acknowledged my presence. But like, why would he? Right. I mean. I was just kind of like a tag along of a plus one. But then he started working at Sirius when I was there. And so then he like came in and he came into the studio and he sat down and he looked at me and it wasn't nice and it wasn't mean. It was just very matter of fact. And he said yes. to me, your show is wildly popular. 
And I said, it is, because <laughs> I had no self-esteem then or now. And he was like, and, it, and then he just kind of like, and then he came on the air. He did his cross promotion for Radio Andy because it was when he first started Radio Andy. <laughs> but then he would like walk by the studio and he waved to me one day. And you guys, I geeked out so hard. Wow. I was like, hi. hi. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, Andy Cohen's best. We're best friends now. He knows my show's wildly popular. He waved to me. And... Then I came back to watch What Happens Live with Stassi like a couple months later and he acted like he didn't even know me. And I was uh, like, oh my God, it's like if I'm not there, he totally misplaced it. And listen, to be fair, he meets a lot of people. But then like 10 minutes before they were going on set, he was like, he like walked out of the, of like Stassi's dressing room and I was going to the bathroom and we like crossed paths in the hallway and he walked, he like kind of smiled and walked past me. And then as he was rounding the corner, he screamed, hey girl, hey. Like, you shady fucker. So Andy is very, he's really interesting. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's not, he's never going to be overly nice, but he's not mm-hmm. mean at all. He's just yeah. very, what would, how would you describe I feel like he's it? More, I feel like he's probably a little bit more stoic and indifferent off the air than people realize. And then yeah. I think as a result, we all assume like, oh, he's being a dick or, but he's actually probably like, I'm just so on all the time that he's just kind of like, you guys. Oh. Like, I love you both, but it's Andy. Like, <laughs> like, like, I mean, give me a fucking break, okay? You're acting like you're acting like Oprah is, like, right there. You're like, what does Andy think during the day? Who cares? It's like going from an office. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, I always have tried to figure out what someone's thinking. I'm like, why is someone you guys, nice what was Andy situation? thinking in the hallway? <laughs> hmm. He the does not care about you, but then he rounded that corner and said, yeah. hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl. Um, I think the best part of it was watching it because the first time I I watched it alone and the second time I watched it with friends and then just the looks on their faces as that show unfurls, you know, (laughs) it's like, all right, so this lady got a boob job on her elbows and then this lady went to jail for, and you know, he's like doing all these like rhymes and riddles and they're all about crazy shit. And when you hear it all put together like that, they're just looking at me like, what? What is your life? Like, <laughs> yeah, I had the exact same experience where my friends were like, like, I, it's all just become normalized to us. But we, when our second one, there was a game that was like, like, it was like a lightning round. Like, yes, you have to say yes or no. It's like, did Ramona Singer ever get a facelift? And we're not just talking about injectables. And my friend was watching and she's like, Oh my god! <laughs> like, <laughs> and us were like, "Oh yeah, no, like this, like we we treat it like meet the press." But my friend was like, "What is this world that you guys live in?" Yeah, because of course we're the same, right? So our answer is like, "Well, I'll tell you what, Andy, you know, I think about it." Like, <laughs> we certainly sass it up, like going off and waving the finger around, and they're just looking at me like, "Who are you?" Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how many hours of Bravo do you watch a week? A lot. Uh, I mean, at least five to six. Seven? Six? Seven, yeah. Well, the thing is, it's especially because since we take notes while we watch the shows. Right. uh, You've got to pause a lot, right? For me, I'm pausing all the time. And and it's just like, I I, want to get back to a place where I could just take the notes about the things that matter the most. But I can't remember shit anymore like mm-hmm. something is happening to me i'm getting older so i have to really write down i have to write down notes just to contextualize my other notes and then i i'm also getting to this place where i'm like 
this feels like it'll be a funny moment, but I don't know what the joke is. So I'm just going to write it down anyway. And then everything feels like a potential joke. And now I'm just like transcribing shows. I'm literally sitting there writing down every line of dialogue. <laughs> You're a stenographer for Bravo. That's what um, it feels like. And it's like this weird kind of shorthand that only you can read after, you know, because it's like half words. And I, I type on like an iPad, you know, those new iPad covers that have a keyboard on them, but they also have a mouse pad. Yes. Have you seen those? And they look yeah. kind of like IMAX where you can tilt. Like they look like they're really fancy, but they're also small. So you're typing on it and my thumb will hit the thing. And then now I'm typing up here. And mm-hmm. so I'll be like, and then Ramona came in, but it was like, we're in the middle of a baby shower and nothing makes sense anymore. Yeah. It's confusing. It's confusing. But if we don't type down every little thing, then someone will be like, but Ramona came to the baby shower. And how could I you know. miss that? Or like Ramona said, you know, Ramona bit her nail at that part. And it was disgusting. <laughs> and the whole internet's like, can you believe how Ramona bit her nail? <laughs> and we won't mention it, you know, so you have to write down every little thing. We're perfectionists. And we, like, like I cannot deal when someone says, I can't believe you didn't mention this or, oh, you got that wrong. <laughs> it lives in my head for a week until I can address it again. You know, so I, that's part of it too, is like, <laughs> is like I'm, I, I, I don't want to get those tweets. So so therefore I give myself an extra 45 minutes to an hour of work just so I don't get that one tweet. You know, it drives me nuts. And I'm just looking at my notes now because after we're doing this, we're going to record our episode. And like these notes, like why do I Here's one note. Bunk falls over. Why did I have to write that? <laughs> Who's bunk? Bunk. How about this one? I wrote kitschy cabin. Another one. Noise in the woods. Like I don't need to write this shit down. Wait, I have to ask you. Your audience, I mean, they are obviously massive fans of yours, massive fans of Bravo. Are they, like, tough on you guys, or are they pretty, or are they, like, tougher on, like, Bravo as an entity? Or are they, have they now become very tough on you? What do you I mean by that? I think they're pretty cool with us. I mean, they, um, I don't think that they're tough on us. I think that Bravo, some Bravo fans are so serious, you know, yes. and all you need to do <laughs> is read the Twitter to see who those types are who just get very upset and are very very serious about every little thing and since i think we make fun of it and we're really not that serious about anything i mean like i'm not serious about anything ever you know so i think that people who are attracted to us like to make fun of it more than to be angry but you know there i mean i guess there are a couple who get like that but mostly everyone's really fun i think yeah i think i think there's just been a lot of um like a lot of residual angst from 2020 that like, you know, that has been sort of channeled into um, Bravo. And so like now, like the vibe on the internet is less like, oh my God, look at this idiot. It's more like this idiot you're killing off the tv like this is (laughs) what this is what the problem is you know like it's like every facebook thing is like it's like someone like putting their hands on their on their hips like i feel like if you're putting your hands on your hips while you're typing you should stop typing your facebook (laughs) comment is coming from the wrong place it should be you should just be typing with your nose now okay you're wagging your finger and like shaking your head with a smile you're in the right place but if you're if your hands are on your hips like you're like gonna stomp like you're not in the right place well, for Bravo. The um, what's happening now on Bravo is 2020, right? Because it was all shot during the beginning of the the coronavirus, right. whatever. So everybody is seeing this all over again. So you're seeing like your annoying aunt who refused to wear a mask and thought it was all a big joke, you know. And you're seeing all this stuff again. And so people, it's like right when you start, it's like it's a fresh year, a fresh president. Everything's gonna be better now. It's like then Kelly Dodd comes trundling down the hill, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
QAnon crap or whatever it is, right. you know, it's like, oh no. We have to relive it through yeah. Bravo. Yes. And so people don't come for us, thankfully, at least not yet. They're coming for the Bravo celebrities, but they're coming for them really hard on the internet. And I think for me, I take that on, like I absorb that angst. So they're not coming for me, but I'm internalizing it. And then I'm like, I'm like waking up very stressed, especially if I have an unpopular <laughs> opinion and uh, people are really angry at someone and I'm just like, eh. And then I feel like they're angry at me, even though they're not. But I <laughs> right. feel it that You're way. not an empath, you're like a twit path. Or like a, I am. a Bravo path, you know, yeah. it's like you feel the things that people on Bravo are going through. Really useless psychological <laughs> power. Who, who are the audience? Like what Bravo celebrities are the audience the most fucking pissed off at? I, like, I want right you now? to take a guess. Actually, I think I'd like you to take a guess about that, Taylor, before we okay. say. Okay, so let's just go through real quick, like what's on right now. So we've got Summer House, we've got um, start there. Dallas. Start, with Summer start there. House. Start Summer House. Who do you start think? Oh, start no, Summer please House. don't make me start with Summer House. I just <laughs> I hit it on last week. Just do it. See, I don't know. I can answer it. I know for a fact. So I know people are coming so hard for Hannah. I know. It. <laughs> no, I haven't seen anything like that. Yeah, right? What are you talking about? But see, this is a thing for me. Is I like I have the most inside information on Summer House. So for me, I'm not, I don't, I don't know if I'm watching it like smarter than the audience or if I'm just watching it with like complete bias. Mm. So, but like, but seeing people's reaction to Hannah has been like, whoa, yes, Yes. people are so, and I just like, I, I don't get it. I mean, listen, there's definitely been things that she's done that I'm like, no, as a friend. Yes. Can I say something crazy? I think that the audience is majority of women, but I think it's like misogynistic women. And it's like I'm they not let so say much shit go with the guys. That, but. They let so much shit go with the guys. And this is like goes back to Vanderpump rules too. The guys get away with like like Jax. Jax? I mean, <laughs> yeah. oh my Jax. God. But it was like Jax was just being Jax. Meanwhile, yeah. a girl would sneeze be, in the wrong direction. direction. And it's like, yeah. she's a monster. I, I will say this, that um, I do, I do, I actually think that Jax did finally get his comeuppance i i you know for a while i i I do agree um i think i don't i wouldn't say that it's oh it's misogynist women i just think that there i do think that there is a thing in society where uh, if a man does something behaves badly if a man does something and a woman does something they do the exact same thing and they're both bad the woman's going to get it harder. That's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's just a deep thing in our society, in, in the, in the world. I mean, yeah. going back to forever, you know? So, um, sure. I, and you know, when you say like, Luke is the worst, Kyle is the worst. I, I just want to disclaim, like, I actually love this cast. I love, uh, whenever I say someone's the worst on this cast, it's still like, they're the worst, oh, but like, I still, you know, like, I still have like DM with Kyle. I want to be very love. clear on that. When we yeah. say the worst, we're talking as an audience, there's us as people. And then there's us as audience members. I'm just talking yes. as an audience member. Right. right. Yeah. Um, I, well, I always I, tell everybody when we meet them, listen, you're a cartoon character to us and we're going to yes. be horrible to you tomorrow. So let's have fun. <laughs> you know, don't be mad. <laughs> yeah. I think you know, it's like, there's the disclaimer because you know, know, you have to be able to see the difference and we have to be able to call them jackasses on TV as well. Yes. But I think that, you know, beyond misogyny or whatever, aren't women just harder on women? Yes. I mean, I think, you know, I think that for me, it just boils down to that. It's like, you're, you're able to be harder on other women because maybe you see some of those qualities in yourself or whatever yes. girls are it's like girls are allowed you know 
Yeah. And we, you see it with housewife stuff a lot too, a where you're like, whoa, this is yeah. like horrible, but it's not really internalized misogyny all the time. It's just, I think girls are just harder on other girls. Yeah. Like guys are harder on other guys. I mean, if you want to see some fair. really bitchy shit on the internet, look up sports tweets. Sports. Oh my yeah. God. Those guys, <laughs> those guys, those put housewives to shame. I mean, they yeah, are look at, bitches. Look at I Michael Rappaport and Kevin Durant feuding, um, which is a whole other thing. I don't know if you followed that, but it's, ridiculous what but, is sport yeah what know. is what are sports <laughs> bring in the other tale ports are, are there new things for the iphone are you talking yeah. about ports i'm ports. into it i could be i could be done with this lightning bullshit in two seconds now by the way don't get us wrong because sometimes like there are times when a girl does something and it is worse than what a guy has done. And it's not oh, like we get mad times. at them. Yes. We don't get, yeah. It's not like we get mad at them because it's a product of like, like deep running things in our society. It's because, no, they fucked up. They don't fucked up. But well, Summer um, House is good for that, right? Because yeah. Summer House, we get a chance to really go in on the guys too. Because most of the shows we cover are Housewives shows because it's Bravo. So right. sometimes it's like, oh my God, we're giving women a lot of shit. But yeah, all we watch is Bravo. Like who else are we going to give a shit to? Yeah. So we need shows like Summer House to remind, remind people every week carl is is trash like okay i don't yeah. believe your fifth iteration carl i don't believe okay? this, but, carl yeah. 5.0 and kyle who cheated on his girlfriend a million times and luke you know who's just like some model who needs attention so he looks you pretty so you'll look at him like he's you know we see it and we yes. get enraged at the guys too and it really feels good, good. good. <laughs> yeah good. i think that good. I, good. I, good. i'm with you i just you know like i agree kenna has definitely done some cringe things this season we're like oh god no but like the vitriol that is targeted towards her, listen, I like you know, I've said it before, I've said it before, I will say it again. Like, let you, you know, enjoy your vitriol. That's part of watching Bravo is finding someone to just take all the rage of your life and just targeting it at someone. So yes. I'm not gonna say stop feeling a certain sort of way but for me i just don't feel i'm like i don't get it like it's I like i don't get it i'm like it is are we watching the same show people and i do think the 2020 of it all is like rubbing off on people like you said they're like projecting and they're going back there but i i mean because i've talked to him about it and i'm like listen everyone's got a season right so you're getting out yep. yours out of the way and is she is she but like isn't it stuff that's off see isn't it stuff that's off the show that people are mad about because it can't really be anything on the show. It doesn't seem to be. It seems to be a lot of off-camera stuff that people people came into the season hating Hannah. Like we were hearing yeah. this stuff before the season started, and I was like, "Wow, what happens? <laughs> what happens on the season?" Because they hate her now. Like, what is going on? And I yeah. think it's just a lot of like her meme stuff, and then her. I don't oh. listen to Giggly Squad, oh, so yes. you know. But then there was oh, a lot of controversy with I Giggly Squad. Got, yeah, I literally was, forgot all that. There yeah. was the Giggly yeah. Squad controversy. There was the the, the the stolen jokes controversy right. that people were upset about. But I think that, like, people were really upset about that. But, like, other they, they were upset about it in a way that I feel like they weren't as upset about it with when other people have had similar transgressions. And it's not to take away from those. But, again, I'm just, like, I think just something happened where people are just, like, where I think I think somewhere around Bravo chat room, Maybe she just got overexposed. Bravo people, chat room. Yeah, there's think, Bravo chat I, room. I kind of feel yeah. like maybe people tuned into that show and they didn't like her energy or something. I don't know what it is, but like I never detected anything until Bravo chat room. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, people are coming with pitchforks for her. Yeah, it's crazy. Wait, okay, so who else? Who else in like the housewife realm? Well, do we even want to talk about Jen Shaw? No, I, don't, I can't even handle no one, it. No one's angry at her. <laughs> 
Yeah, perfect example. It's actually it's actually the best thing that ever happened to Jen Shaw because I think people hated Jen Shaw before all this happened yeah. because she just had a disastrous first season yes. and then she got there were like all these audio tapes leaked of her just ripping apart her assistants and her mm-hmm. designer and all the I mean just vile vile shit and so everyone was like get her head on a stick we hate her you know screw Jen Shaw die Jen Shaw die and then yeah. this happened and everyone was like oh my god Jen Shaw's the telemarketer that calls us oh my god it's Jen Shaw yeah people were really fans. it's like what the hell we're really? sick did you guys we... see that movie on Netflix I care a lot yeah <laughs> that's Jen Shaw yeah Ronnie did a Ronnie did a meme about yeah. that oh, um, you know it's totally yeah it's her. funny when, when that video came out about her berating her assistant that we we got some messages that were like people like this can't be on tv and i'm like well, meanwhile i'm all, like people like this This is like your requirement you to be on tv by the way this is like this is why she's on tv because she's berating an assistant but people were like i felt like i saw I, I saw some scuttlebutt like ronnie said about like you know maybe a petition to get her off the tv this is so mean but honestly, with the telemarketing thing, the general vibe has just been like, can't wait to see how this unfolds. You know, there's <laughs> a woman who's defrauded old people and then some other Bravo celebrities. It's like, right. That tweet. <laughs> I'm starting a change.org petition, you know? <laughs> it's awful, yeah. People will literally try to get you canceled over a tweet. Yeah. But Jen Shaw can literally take your grandmother's entire life savings, and you're like, as long as they caught it on tape and they fit in the air, <laughs> I'm good with Jen Shaw. Yeah. Well, I think that people are excited about the canceling because now it's like an upcoming canceling. It's like, <laughs> oh, we're going to, like, we know that we're going to get a new season where we get to cancel somebody. And it's going to be such an event of like when she gets pulled over. Over. And then when, you know, yeah. did the husband lie for her? And then we've got like multiple episode arcs of canceling somebody. So I think we're just all getting ready for the Festivus. Do you guys yeah. have any like intel on the Jen Shaw, like filming arrest of it all? Like, is there any? Just what was just what was mm-hmm. printed that they were filming. They were on their way to Vail for a cast trip and they uh, someone, the feds went to her house and she had family in her house and they had a couple locked doors in her house that they were trying to get into and couldn't get into. So they had to get the husband over there to open these locked doors. And then he called her and said, they're coming to get you. So she called her, her aunt or somebody to come get her. So someone came to the van and picked her up and she told everyone, uh, listen, my husband's in the hospital. I got to go. I can't, I can't be here right now. And they're like, what? Oh my God. And so she, she got out of the van and jumped in the car with her aunt or whoever came to pick her up and they hightailed it out of there. And so the van finally caught up to the ladies and they found out what was going on and then eventually, you know, snagged Jen. But mm. wow. I mean, this is all just stuff I've read. I have, to, I, I've heard it from my friend, Sashamadia girl. I don't know any of it for um, secondhand, but it sounds like it's going to be a good episode. I hope her, I, I hope, I hope her documentarian cousin is able to uh, weave this into a compelling narrative. <laughs> Make it an off-the-strip Sundance original. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is y'all's favorite franchise show right now on Bravo? Because I feel like it changes every single year. So who do you think is like the creme de la creme, and what's the biggest stinker in oh, each The one that's opinions? airing right now? The one that's airing? Yeah, stuff that's airing right now. Uh, I am torn between Summer House and New Jersey. I think I have to give it to Summer House right now. I think Summer House, Summer House, I mean, I've like, 
I have been a Summer House fan since the beginning. Um, and this is what I've always wanted from Summer House, where they don't go back to the city. They just stay there. And in the beginning of the season, I actually felt like it was like it was fine. It wasn't as great as I was hoping. But now the the pressure cooker is is kicking in. And I love it. I, 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 I'm I into all these stupid fights. It's my favorite thing. I mean, New Jersey is great, too. They are doing some great, great work. But Summer House, I love it, and I'm happy for it because I feel like it is – I feel like it's finally reaching the acceptance it should have always had. And, in fact, it's with our numbers, it's, it's, one of, it's probably the highest-rated recap we have all week now. Can I tell you, when Hannah comes on Taste of Taylor – the numbers are through the fucking roof. Well, because people, you know, people love a villain. And right now she's the villain, you know, whether we, yeah. whether we feel that way or not, like she's right. the villain. I think it's, it's so good. And, and they're all wrong and they're all right at the same time. Like I love, I love a show when I can be like, I can't take anyone's side because they're all doing something wrong. Yeah. Well, and it also goes back to the thing we all love about Bravo, which is petty shit. You know, yes. it's like fighting over yes. who's taking out the trash yes. or it's like, you're being mean to my boyfriend, Hannah. It's shit like that. And, you know, we need that in our lives. It's been, I mean, Vanderpump rules got so heavy and mm-hmm. like just, and so lame. Boring. Like it got so boring and just like so many of them are past their prime or they're, they're just getting, they're just getting into territory that's just too dark, you know? So it's really, it's nice watching people fight over the dumbest shit ever. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Coors Pure. I'm psyched to be doing this with Coors. Here's the deal. If you know me, you know that my wedding is like four months away. I'm freaking out. I need to move more. I need to eat less and I need to be healthy overall. But I'm fun, okay? And being healthy sometimes feels like not fun. But luckily, thanks to Coors Pure, I can be healthy and also have some fun. New Coors Pure is a refreshingly simple beer with organic barley, organic hops, and water. And at 92 calories and zero sugar, it's the perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life. Whether you got that run-in or you just got as far as putting on your running clothes, that would be me, Coors Pure celebrates you. So when you want to enjoy a beer without the guilt, reach for Coors Pure. It's organic, but it's chill about it. So just go to CoorsPure.com to see where you can actually find Coors Pure. Again, that's C-O-O-R-S-P-U-R-E.com. I'm telling you, you're gonna love it. And don't forget, celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Albany, Georgia. Speaking of Vanderpump, do you guys think it's kaput? What do you think? Just in your in no. your audience um, opinion. Oh, I think it's. I, I think in terms of in terms of like not like whether production wise it's kaput, but in terms of like the, I think people will still watch it. I think our experience has been that in general, when people decide that they are done with the show, it takes like four or five seasons for them to actually come back to it. Like that's something we've noticed with New Jersey because New Jersey really hit a low. Uh, There was the season where they had this weird recast and there was the twins on there. I don't know if you followed New Jersey or not. Oh, I remember that. I remember those twins. It was a bad season and it was just like the nadir. And then the following season, they shook it up. They brought in Dolores. They brought in Siggy Flicker. and, And it started to show signs of life. And we felt like, oh, New Jersey is actually pretty good. And then the next season was they brought in Marge and it was really good, but people were still like, I don't watch it anymore. And then it took like still two more years and people, then they started calling it the comeback season. But to us, it had already come back. Right. Um, not being like, we're cool or anything. We just, we watch these shows. So like, we're going to be you watching them. No but I think it takes a while to, for people to want to come back to a show. 
Right. I don't think Vanderpump rules is kaput. I think it'll be fine. They just need, they needed a major overhaul anyway, just because it's a show about like waiters sleeping around and yeah. acting like idiots. And it became about adults buying houses in the Valley and like, right. Sorry, that's just not what that show is. So they needed a major overhaul anyway, and they ended up getting there through a pretty bad way. No (laughs) kidding. The way it all happened was pretty gross. But um, it did happen, and it looks like they're going to start with almost a whole overhaul. So I think that 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 has a chance. You just need a bunch of idiots. You just need a bunch of L.A. idiots. And we all know that those are a plenty. You know, they'll (laughs) be fine. And they're also yeah. starting something for Leva. I think we heard from Southern Charm. Really? Leva from Southern Charm is supposedly getting a show about her restaurants. It's going to be like Vanderpump oh, okay. Rules. So I think they're going to really double down on that idea and not just get. Yeah, rid of I it. think Vanderpump Rules did a bad job of uh, cultivating new cast members. They did, you know, they had some hits. They had James. They had Lala. Yeah, but they really didn't have any breakout stars beyond that for a few seasons. And so it's kind of like, to me, it's kind of the most amazing thing because season was a season six or season five of season six. I think of Vanderpump rules was widely considered by, by many to be the best season they ever had. It was like, it was the season where Jax uh, cheated on. um, There's the faith season. Yeah. Brittany. And it was like, every episode was amazing and every, no one could stop talking about it. And the whole thing was like, can you believe it? This show is always so amazing. And the very next season, people were like, it's done. It's over because it got so bad so quickly, like overnight, yeah. you know? Yeah. Never they seen get that too happen. famous. Yeah. Right. They don't want to do anything bad. Like they all want to be seen as the good guy. So they yeah. don't, you know? Uh, yeah. And it's just, it's, that show needs to change. It needs to be like a real restaurant where there's like one weirdo that's there for 20 years, you know, that's like mm-hmm. too old and bossing everybody around and like trying to sleep with all the 20 Peter. year olds. And then the, the Peter. Uh, yeah, Peter, and then everyone else just kind of changes in and out. You know? Peter's yep. doing some weird pool party in Vegas. I saw on his Instagram, and he's like shirtless Stop. Shirtless and like a, like some little like speedo thing. And he's like holding cocktails. He's like, come to my pool party. I'm like, it's a pandemic. He's and they're such also a like, pirate. Star he really show. is. Remember, like season two, they were in Cabo and he was in that pirate outfit. That is Peter always and forever to me. I always am like, sometimes when people stall and I'm like, you dated Peter? Like, I just can't. He was like, there was like a, there was a, there were a few seasons where it was like, I feel like we're sleeping on Peter. He's so hot. And now all of a sudden it's like, whose aunt is that? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, wait, wait. Summer House is doing well. What's the stinker in your opinion? Uh, I'm feeling stinky about Atlanta right now. Oh, Atlanta's Atlanta's not having a great couple of years. And also Dallas is, we're loving Dallas because it's really, we like all the, (laughs) you know, the stupid voices we do. And it is pretty petty, but they're having a rough time, I think, this year too. I I would say Atlanta and Dallas are having, Orange County had a rough year. Bravo's going to have to do, I don't know what you do, really. I think it would just be recasting. But, um, yeah, it seems like a lot of them are are having a rough time. Yeah. I think Orange County, like, overall, if we're going to talk about, like, shows overall that are on the air or not, I think the three shows that are the most in trouble are Vanderpump Rules, Orange County, and Atlanta. I think those are the ones where, um, yeah, I mean, uh, well, Vanderpump Rules for all the reasons we just said. Um, Atlanta, because they are too famous, and I think they just produce themselves too much, and I don't think that they have a strong... uh, We've we've been saying uh, Ronnie has been advocating for Carlos King to come back. They don't have a strong showrunner. Um, But mainly, I think it's because... um, 
I think they have aspirations beyond the show. <laughs> and I yeah. think when you have hope, that doesn't make for good TV. I think you need to just be like, you know, Real Housewives of New York when you say, this is all I have. I've already peaked in my yeah. life. This is Jordan where I'm is at. literally I like, if I am on the show, I lose my apartment. I'm literally homeless without the show. That's what I want. Also, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. pissed about Dorinda being gone. Are you guys? Yeah. No, I mean, I was like, I go. I was like, go then. Because she got so, she got so just me. It gets to the point where it's just like it hurts your feelings to watch it, mm-hmm. you know, like where it gets right. that she is mean, mean and gross. She and that mean. and also it just felt it felt hurtful watching her go through that because I love Dorinda, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, Dorinda's a goddamn mess. You know, it's like mom's drunk in a restaurant. Get her to the car. You don't just let her keep throwing her seat pole across the room. You put her in the car and get her home. <laughs> It's just, no. I like she keeps throwing her soup bowl as if like someone brought her soup bowl back. <laughs> they do. That's what they do in restaurants. They just are like, here, Mrs. Karam, here's another soup bowl. I'm like, why are you bringing her another soup bowl? Was throwing it at your head the first time something you couldn't understand? I had a terrible so it realization. felt like it felt like that. It's like just save Dorinda. And then they're like, okay, well, you know, Dorinda said she wanted a year off anyway. And Andy keeps saying that. You know, Dorinda actually said she was thinking she should have taken the year off. So that's what we did. So they're making it sound like she'll come back. Um but Dorinda doesn't seem to be getting less crazy. I mean, I was on her um, yeah. Instagram and just scrolling through, and she's like, thank you, system for everything yes. you've done for me. I just got back into these pants, licking my guns. And I just feel like system is never... I feel like system like... didn't actually do anything for her. I feel like I feel like she didn't even use system, but she just was thanking them. Yeah, like if it was a system commercial or something, that would be one thing but it's like just saying Nutrisystem on Instagram there's just something hurtful about that you know oh, yeah she wait, was doing wait. some weird pose she, 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 like, she, she flexed her hands like this this is like, yes, an exclusive like, for your video viewers like this and then she like was doing these poses. It was like weird recycled poses from the opening credits. And she was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, she, I posted, when was it? In September, I did like a save Dorinda, bring her back type of a podcast. Um, and Dorinda DM'd me. So I posted, oh. so I, I, it was, it was like a screenshot of Taste of Taylor. And then I, I tagged at Dorinda Medley. I never thought in a million years she'd see it. And it wasn't anything bad. I'm like, if she sees it, I'm like supporting her. And I get this DM from her and she says, what is this? Oh, that's scary. Who is this? Who is this? Who the hell do you think you are? She's scary. She, I mean, she, she came for me on Clubhouse. And I was, I was petrified. Wait, was, but tell me, tell me. So, uh, so, um, so I go into Clubhouse. <laughs> no, I'm exasperated. I'm exasperated because this telling the story gets me so exasperated because. So I went up, there was a, there was like a, there's like a million, there's like a million Bravo panels. Do you know, like all day long, I'm getting notifications that are like, so on want so-and-so is starting up a panel about like the curtains in Ramona Singer's apartment. What do we think? And I'm like, like how many of these things can I be invited to? So, um, so I, I go to one and, um, it was like a group of people and I go just to like, just to, just to watch. Cause I see that Dorinda's in there and then I get called up on the stage and I was like, Oh, I wasn't like really, I was like literally doing something else, but I wasn't planning to speak. I was like, okay, fine. Uh, and I, I just was, I'm going to listen in 
And then uh, Dorinda's saying hi to everyone. She's like, oh, hi, yes, I, of course, seen your podcast. It's hilarious. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, Becky. I love your magazine. It's so good to see you. Can't wait to see you take after the pandemic. Oh, and hi. Oh, of course, I know Joanne. Hi, Joanne. And then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like, and this is Ben Mandelker from Watch What Happens. And he's like, she goes, oh, you guys are mean to me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm getting yelled at by Dorinda. I didn't even want to be speaking up here. <laughs> and, and I was like, no, Dorinda, we love you. She's like, that's not what I hear. I'm like, oh God, I'm getting yelled at by Dorinda. She had complimented everyone else and now I'm getting yelled at by her. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> It was so that's, awkward. She's very sensitive. I'm very sensitive, but I can speak. Dorinda's very sensitive. So I like, I backtracked because I started panicking. I said, it's my podcast. My guests and I are furious that you're not going to be on Rohoni or Rony anymore, which is the truth. And I said, I'd love to have you on my podcast anytime to tell your side or talk about anything really. And she didn't respond. <laughs> Silence. Yeah. Well, that's- so, but I have to ask you, who in your experience over all of your years doing Watch What Crappens and dealing with these Bravo celebrities, who is like, like, or top three, whatever, coolest about it, like laughs it off, gets it. And then who are like the pits about it? Kate Chastain. Yeah. The best. Um, the easiest and we've become friends with her in real life because she is so fucking cool <laughs> so it'll be like so was I really was I really being a bully on that moment <laughs> I was like yeah because since she was playing the radio outside that crazy girl's room when they're trying to get her out Caroline they yeah. were like getting Caroline off the show and then she was playing she was like blasting a stereo out of her they were like bullying this girl you know and um we were recording we had a screener of it or whatever and she was like so am I gonna get blasted for that and I was like yeah sorry and she's like whatever fuck off <laughs> like, like, she's, like she's really she's really cool about it and can take it um, who well, there are a lot that we that act like they're cool. There are a yep. lot that act yeah. like they're cool with it. Yeah. But yep. then when it really turns on them, they're not cool with it. And honestly, I don't know who should be cool with it because yeah. when when we when when I I'll start just saying I when I get mad, I get so mad. I will start like raging and screaming and yelling. I get very triggered by certain people you know yes. and i like legit get mad and i say vile hateful things i don't know that anybody should be okay with that i think if yeah. you are okay with that there's something wrong with you <laughs> yeah I, I i know how sensitive i get like one you know critical tweet and that's like ruins my week so i know like that i would have a hard time with us but um <laughs> I, I think tom and ariana have been super cool like yeah i think actually but like, we're nice to them but we're nice you are nice so it's like we make fun of we tom. like them we, we like tom. them you know we'll like, so like Dude. lisa rinna we liked for a, a really you know we she was always like hilarious on the show and then she had a couple of years where she just went villain like pure villain and so i haven't seen her in a long time so i don't know how that would work out but i'm assuming yeah. probably not as cool with us yeah, um, I think that Kelly like Dodd probably not as cool with us <laughs> these days. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, like you know, like uh, Hannah and Stassi and Liam Locken are, are some of our like they they were always cool with it. Um, you know, it's like we really attract the people that just get into all the shit, which is my favorite part. Like, really, like if you see all the pictures of us like with Bravo celebrities, it's like they they're in trouble they're in trouble they're in trouble, they're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. they're in trouble. it's like here's they a picture fired. of stassi leanne patricia from southern charm patricia's cool with it we literally make fun of patricia's son her son <laughs> we make fun and patricia loves it we so we've met patricia we've met them a few times and one time patricia was here in um 
LA and she's like well you have to come to dinner with me and Whitney <laughs> so Ronnie and I went out to meet up with Patricia and and uh, I got there first and so it was Patricia it was Whitney it was Michael uh Catherine and Naomi I don't know if they had, were there yet but was, or I don't know if Naomi, no, was Naomi didn't Naomi go wasn't. to that yeah but, it was just um, Catherine but so I get to this restaurant first and so I'm just like I'm like, I just sit down with basically like Patricia and Michael and Whitney and Patricia, the fir- like one of the first things she says is this is Ben from Watcher. It's so funny. Ben, do that voice that you always do for Whitney. Do that thing when you make fun of Whitney. Can you do that? And I was like, I just, I just start to like do it to Whitney's face. I'm like, I'm making fun of your son on command to his face. <laughs> Uh, but to be fair, when I did, there was that time I did meet um, uh, Stasi, Catherine, and Kristen all together, and I joined them for drinks. And the moment I sat down, Stasi was like, "Do Thomas Ravenel, do Thomas Ravenel," and I was like, "Okay, I'll do her baby daddy to her face." I was like, "Well," uh, I was like, "What is it with the Southern Charm people where they want to make us just like confront them with our impersonations?" Yeah, it's like being a little kid. Sing something, Ronnie. <laughs> Sing for your cousin. They'll love it. I was like, why isn't Ronnie here? I need Ronnie. Wait, what are your favorite person impersonations to do? Oh uh, gosh. I don't, for me, it's I don't have any Doreen, this is always very strange. You know what? You know what? We just need more positivity in our friendship. And that's all I'm saying. All these girls were such good women. All we need to do is get there. Are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me like that? You fucking bitch. Like she's so mad at me. I just thought I was so mad. Like Dorinda's endless fun. Yeah. Oh. I, so I mean, cuckoo. pretty much everyone from Ronnie. Like, I love doing Ramona. You know what? You know what? It's my favorite impersonation, okay? And like, I always go into it. I could just be alone in my kitchen. I'll be like, whoa, it's time for me to cook something, okay? And then, like, Countess Luann, I'm like, oh, whoa. I'm kind of like, oh, welcome to my cabaret. Viva la diva. Viva la diva. The Dallas ones are all really fun. Um, yeah. Shout the Jersey ones. I mean, the Jersey ones. I mean, come on. You know, but. You know what we're going to work on, Joe, in our marriage? You need to learn how to make iced coffee. All right. That's it. You just need to really learn how. You're hurting my feelings. Take a shower, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> and low-key on Jersey, I love doing Dolores, who barely had, like, all she does is just speak very slowly and listlessly. You know what, Taylor? Let me tell you something about podcasting. You turn on a microphone and you speak. That's it. That's it. I'm like, how is this woman on TV? And yet I love her. And love. speaking of random messages, there was one time when out of nowhere, like, I don't know what we were doing on Instagram. We were doing nothing, but we just get a message from Dolores and all it says is cute. We're like, <laughs> like, oh my God, Dolores, thank you. We like didn't know what she was referring to. And we're like, thank you. We should come on the podcast. And she never wrote back. All she wrote was cute. cute. <laughs> I had a recent thing with Sonia where she was oh. like promoting some sort of like women's day, supporting women, supporting. And she... Like I was in the story tagged because it said your tag. Yes, she does that. But you couldn't see my name anywhere. Yeah, she does. I like did this whole story. I like I reposted this whole story about how like Sony and I are best friends. I didn't know, and she's like super supportive of my entire career. And I just thought like I got away with it. And then two days later, she was like. She DM'd me and was like, I was like doing this thing where I was trying to support women. And I was like, oh my God. I mean, again, I like backed her because I'm such a fucking pussy. Like, I'm the quintessential mean girl. And the second you catch me, I'm like, oh my God, I love you. 
Same. Same. That's literally my MOM life is to just be like snarky until I get their attention and then be like, no, I'm your big fan. Sonya does that a lot. She'll tag She us. just did that to us the other day. What? Yeah, it's like Didn't some you random- see it? It was like a picture of her and uh it was they were they're shooting again obviously so it was right. her and um Tin, uh, not Tinsley, leah and god the show's not on so i'm like who is everybody yeah. the countess they were just sitting down and it was like the girls are together and she tagged us for whatever reason and i'm like why are we yeah. tagged in this you know and i'm like reading all the comments and then i was like well maybe we're in the like what i'm hitting the picture to see where our tag is and i couldn't see it either so yeah. i don't know if maybe she just makes a mistake because well, you know our name yeah. is so similar to watch what happens live that so we, we get a lot of accidental tags no because i'm now the litmus test for it right because yeah. my name that's so <laughs> random so no 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 no. i think she has that, like do you think she's running her own account or do you think someone else is running it for her both i think both because yeah. you know sonya wakes up and sits and poops and looks through her instagram just like <laughs> yeah. anybody else like, i will vocals. not believe that sonya's above sitting there on instagram all day yeah but we do get like one of the one of the greatest moments was when kelly ripa accidentally tagged us and uh i i just remember going on instagram and looking at our messages and it was, i saw you know i saw the blue check first so i was like oh my god someone with the blue check tagged us so then <laughs> i saw i was like kelly ripa i was like we have made it we know she loves Bravo. She listens to the podcast. Oh my God, Kelly Ripa's tagged us. She's probably said something like, you guys all have to listen to Watch Your Crappets. I was literally like, we are family. And then like, I like open up her story and it's her backstage at Watch What Happens Live. And she's just, here I am about to go on to Watch What Happens Live with Andy. So excited. And I was like, tagged Watch What Happens. And I was like... <laughs> I'll still take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Oh, you guys. Okay, so to come full circle, Stephen and I made up. So you guys are kind of what brought Stephen and me back together. So I really, yeah, because we were like, stop this. You guys are idiots, and your fight was so stupid too. It was like literally the dumbest fight ever. I'm sorry, I see your face over there. No, no, but I'm your not, face no, was no. like, I. He's like, you know what? We're fighting because like it was like the fight was so stupid. It was, it was, it was like about well, I saw Taylor. <laughs> It oh, Hannah. it was? Is that it what it was? Steven right? wanted me to not be friendly with Hannah. Right, that's Because right. he thought she replaced him. I'm like, Steven, she's not a gay man. She didn't replace you. It's like, oh, yeah. it doesn't even make sense. And so, anyway. That was such a housewives fight. I loved that. Great. That's why I, I say it's the best season of your life. <laughs> and we told both of you, we were like, this is so stupid and amazing. Like, you're not housewives. Stop it. It was. You know? It was. It was so it was, stupid. But so, and so... After that, I was like, this is so stupid. Ben and Ronnie are right. So we were at <laughs> Claudia Oshry, um, like single release party. Remember she came out with that, uh, the like- Who? Um, Claudia? Girl, girl with no job. She came out with a song called Toast. Um, anyway, whatever. She had a, like a, an album release, a single release party. And it was at this really narrow bar, pre-COVID obviously. And we're like all packed in there. And it's like, you know, Wow, New Jersey Housewives are there, and like Southern Charm cast is there. I'm there, and then Stephen McGee walks in, and I'm like, "Fuck!" Mm. And I'm like, "I'm not doing this anymore." So I was all drunk with liquid courage, and I like walked up to him and was like, "This is like so dumb." Yes. And he was like, "It is dumb. I miss you." And I was like, "I miss you too." So can we just like make up? And he was like, "Yeah, fine." So we're good. I mean, I haven't seen him because 
pandemic, but right. Yeah. You should have been like, Oh my God, I'm so glad we made up. Hold on. I'm going to text Hannah to come meet us. This is going to be, so... <laughs> we'll have the I'm best night together. <laughs> I don't think that that would fly. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys not. made that. Yeah. I'm, Life I'm is glad. too short to not be friends with other people who are anyway similar, you know? Yeah. I mean, we found like in, in this, this world is so crazy. None of our friends or family understand what the fuck we're talking about. You know, they don't understand what we do when we travel around. They come to the shows. They think it's all crazy. But when you meet other like-minded people, I mean, you just, there's no reason not to be friends, you know? Exactly. It's, it's on, very guys. true. It's it's ridiculous. I'm glad you guys patched things up. I'm sorry I missed that episode. Um, I saw it in the season trailer. <laughs> Uh, I didn't think it was going to be possible. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but you guys were the glue that brought it all back together. Oh, I think that's the first time that's ever been said about us, that we've glued people together. <laughs> we usually tear them apart, I think. <laughs> it cause oh, the rifts. You guys, I'm obsessed. I love you. I miss you. Thank you so much for coming on and doing the podcast. We love Thanks you. Hopefully we can see you again in real yeah. life soon. I'm going to have yeah. to do the Dorinda Medley Nutrisystem so I can fit in the goddamn plane again. <laughs> And then hopefully we can come see you. Party. I, think, I know. I exactly. I are actually going to come out to LA in like a month or two. So we'll. Oh, I'll be fully Texas. vaccinated by then. You're in Texas? Yeah. I've been in Texas since this whole thing started. <laughs> and I want I'm like, oh, I want to go back to LA. I still have my apartment there. But like, I've literally just gained so much weight. And I don't, it's not like I feel insecure that I worry people will make fun of me. I mean, I do this on the camera. Like, who cares? Same. But yeah. it's literally getting in a plane, even to go get the mail. Like, it's exhausting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just carrying around so much extra now. I'm like, I don't want to do anything. Okay. Oh, it's God. hard to get out of the bed. Okay. I've started doing a kick maneuver to get out of the bed. Oh, wow. Where I like raise one leg and like I have to like jackknife myself out of bed and like trying to throw myself out. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. Well, well, I mean, uh, I was just about to say, Taylor, I, I went onto your Instagram live a few weeks ago. If you may I know remember. you did. And you I was so thirsty. Around, so I was so focused. I was, I was so thirsty. I got on there and I was like, hi, Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Hi, Taylor. I was like waiting for her to say hi. I was like, hi, 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 hi. And then finally, other Taylor was like, Ben's trying to say hi. And you're like, hi, Ben from Watch Our Crappins. I was like, thank you. <laughs> I hate Instagram live so much. They made me do it for the Patreon launch. And I was like, fuck this shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then Ben's harassing me about my hair or something. <laughs> there was something it was. I don't know. Was it about Peloton? I because you were talking oh, about you're your, like, Peloton your Peloton. Bike. What's your Peloton name? I don't use it. It's a coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dead. Too funny. Well, Ben, I'll see you in LA and yes. try to get your shit together, please. <laughs> I zoom, will. I zoom will. You in. No, I hate that. I don't want to be you. zoomed in. I can't drink the same when I'm on Zoom. <laughs> I'll staple my stomach and get over there soon. Oh, my God. I'll staple my stomach. I just shot a video for my Patreon. I'm oh. like, why are we doing video? I do audio. <laughs> it's like I saw myself for the very first time. I was like, oh, I guess I don't look the way I do in Zoom when I have 15,000 oh, up in that. the air shooting down. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The pandemic has not been great for 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 really anybody i was telling my friend one of my best friends i'm like well she said when are you coming back for christ's sake you said you were going to be gone a month it's been over a year and i told her the same thing as i told you and she said ronnie everyone in la looks like shit now it's yeah. amazing you have to come back everyone's all fat and old like they ain't getting it's their hair true. done like no one's getting their botox or anything she's like now is the time to come back and finally feel secure in la and i was like it's my dream yeah. <laughs> it's true i've seen several of the gays have have gained weight and so i'm not trying to i'm not trying 
trying to fat shame or anything, but it's more like, I'm, I'm more like uh, fitting in praising. Right. No, no, like no. now I feel like I can, <laughs> now I don't feel like level, an outlier for not having abs. It's a level playing field now, motherfucker. Yeah. It's a level yeah. playing field praise. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what Welcome I'm saying. to Burbank. <laughs> yeah. That's what we turn into. <laughs> We're all Burbank now. <laughs> I love you guys so fucking much. Thanks love for having us on. That is it for us this week. Make sure to listen to Ben and Ronnie on watch what crap ends. You guys, when do the podcast come out? Every day. Every Literally day. every day. <laughs> Monday through Friday. Every day, every day. Friday. You know, five to six oh. episodes a week. Usually oh, we try to keep to five. Oh my God. Yep. Oh, well, watch your crappings. Listen, they're hilarious, as you've heard. And I just I love them to bits and pieces. Bye, girl. Bye. 